What's going on, folks? It's your boy Kenny from Real Talk with Ken, and this is another episode. Thanks for strapping in um, and listening. I want to thank for all the people who listened to my last episode on democratic socialism. Um, thank you so much for bearing with me for all these times where I'm just like inconsistent. Um, part of what I tell you on my podcast, I'm just like you, right? And when I say I'm just like you, I have a job. <laughs> I have a life and other things that go on in my life, so I'm not as consistent coming out with episodes all the time because I do have three or four jobs. We are in, you know, the economy. That's We have a ton of jobs, right? Everybody's like, jobs, jobs, jobs. But everybody has to work two or three to survive in this economy if you're in the lower middle class, which is what I am. But I, I try my best to get the message out there as much as possible. I try my best to get out there and get my information and do a lot of research and and that's where I say you know I, I'm just like you I'm just like another average American I have no political uh, affiliation I'm actually a registered independent and I'm just simply just trying to change the world by giving my perspective and how the average American walks who walks around who isn't rich who who's just trying to make it sees politics finance economics and how we can as people can gain traction and get, regain the power of our country if we just use the power of technology and Google to liberate us as a nation. So, for those who don't know, that's what this, this, what, this that's what this podcast, the basis of my podcast is. Average Joe, average guy, you know, my name's not Joe, but <laughs> average American who is woke, who is, in, who is enlightened, spreading enlightenment, spreading positivity, using his voice. So without further ado, let's get into what we want to talk about. So let's talk about the, the thorn in my side, the, the, the real reason I believe that America is the way it is. Why we have really no power, why many people believe that our system is broken that many why many people vote conservative and believe that the answer to these this issue that we're going to talk about today is limited government let's just get the government out of our fucking lives right that's the that's the that's the one of the driving like i would say the superior vena cava of why people vote conservative because they don't they know the government's corrupt the government is corrupt but like I said on many other episodes, why is the government corrupt? Why? Why is the government corrupt? The government doesn't wake up. These politicians who we, you know, who we hire essentially, um, don't wake up and say, "I just want to be corrupt today." What can I just do to be corrupt? There is a when there is a an effect. There is a cause. When there's a cause, there's an effect. My folks, my people. Okay, people, there are something in life called push and pull factors, right? Who is pushing these politicians? Who is pulling the strings? Why? There, people are not, these politicians who we hire are not just innately, innately evil people who want to destroy the democracy of America or take away the power from the people. They are coerced. They are persuaded what's persuading them these are the questions as americans we need to ask ourselves 
if we want to take back our country, these are the questions that we need to ask ourselves. Not let's 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 let government operate in a limited capacity because we know they're corrupt. There's nothing we can do about it. That's the lazy way to approach it. And the same people who are voting conservative every single year who are on that conservative plantation, who vote conservative every single year, every single year, literally every single year, you are just, you are voting for people who are also corrupt. It's like, it's weird, like the dynamic of what goes through the American's brain. It's like, I'm going to vote for this Republican because this Republican has traditional conservative views of limited government, but yet... And I'm voting for him on the basis, on the fact that I want the government out of my life, and he's promising to do that. Well, here's the here's the catch, okay? You want the government out of your life, right? But the government, yeah, they might be off. They might lay off on the taxes. They might lay off on the laws here and there. But where where you actually hurt is when you realize that what they're doing, when you're not holding them when you're limiting their power and not holding them accountable they are changing things in your country that it's going to either further hurt your children or hurt you when you're older like let's say oh i want the government i'm going to vote republican i'm going to vote conservative okay and then i'm going to because i want them out of my life i want the government to operate in a limited capacity okay when i'm 59 and i'm and i lost my job because the economy goes into a contraction or some type of something like that now I lose my job and I've been paying Social Security for X amount of years. And guess who absolves Social Security? <laughs> you get my point, folks? So, I, so guess who absolves Social Security because I voted for him X amount of times. And he just absolved Security like uh, Social Security uh, a couple years ago. He voted on it with his, with his brother, with a, his um other friends, Republican friends, and now I've lost my job, and I'm ready to retire, and that extra cash that I've been paying into is now absolved because they defunded the program. Because Republicans have been talking, they are like anti-welfare. So, this is where I'm at, like, where, and that's where I'm at with that, but I want, I know I diverted a little bit, I want to get to what PACs are. What are PACs? What are PACs? And the reason why I went, I, I, I went off on that little tangent is because most conservatives are like, oh, limited government, limited government. I hate the idea. I get the, the financial part of it, limited government, as far as like taxes and stuff like that. I, I could see and understand your argument. But when it comes to when you're extending it to let's not the government, the people who we pay and hire and work who would work for us, do nothing and, and act in a limited capacity is, is absurd to me. When you work, when I'm paying you, through a legal forfeiture of my dollars, which is taxation, you work for me. The Constitution tells me you you it protects you from certain protect, protects you from me, and also gives you it gives you an obligation to me. Hence, therefore, you work for me. Hence, therefore, you are going to do. You're not going to operate in a limited sense, in the sense of you're not going to do anything for me. No, if I need help, you will help me because I give you tax dollars that fund your salary, your health care. As well as all the, your operation, your operating expense, the majority of your operating expense, expenses. Sorry. So this ideology of like, that's like me saying, "Oh, I got hired at my job, and they're hiring me, and they said, well, Kenny, look, we're gonna pay you X amount of dollars to operate in a limited capacity.'" <laughs> it's nonsense. I don't understand conservatism. I don't get it. I mean, I, I get, I can when I when I read about conservatism. I, I I understand and comprehend 
what is being told to me and I understand it, but I don't understand why people are conservatives. I, I could understand being fiscally conservative. I, I could understand not meddling in other people's countries and, and conflicts that America doesn't need to be in and we need to focus on ourselves. I can I, I could understand and agree that our government is corrupt, but I don't agree that we should just vote Republican because our government's corrupt and that's that. That that's where we as Americans stop, and we stop holding people accountable, and we stop doing our research, and we just fall into the narrative fear mongering of because the government's corrupt, let's keep voting Republican because Republicans promise to cut your taxes and operate in a limited sense. When truthfully, we need a government who we pay to work, not operate in a limited sense. In the sense of, um, t- I mean, we don't want the government's too much into our lives because too much of something is good for nothing. But at the same time, we don't want a government that's just hanging back and not p- making progressive laws as our society progresses and hanging back and letting things just deteriorate in our country because we don't want to make more laws because we want to operate we want a government operates in a limited sense laws are there to protect people from ourselves it's not to meant to control people and to put you under a tyrannical government we are never going to be under a tyrannical government you have a checks and balances system in this country that doesn't allow that but we could talk about that more but I don't understand conservatism, folks, and I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why people vote conservative. Well, I mean, I don't understand people vote Democrat, but I don't understand why people vote conservatives at all. But poli- let's talk about PACs. So PACs are political action committees, a popular term for a political com- uh, committee organized for the pe- for the purpose of raising and spending money to elect and defeat candidates. Most PAC represents businesses, laborers, and ideological interests. Ideological interests. PACs can give five thousand to any candidate or committee per election, per general or special election. All right, so we just talked about, I just went on a huge rant about corruption, right, and how people shouldn't vote Republican. In general, both sides do this. It's not just Republican, it's not just Democrat. All sides, anybody running for any elected, any elected, you know, office, essentially, will get PAC money. Now, what are PACs? So long before there was like, we, you guys have heard of lobbyists and lobbying. So lobbying is actually legal. It's in the Constitution. It's part of free speech. It was actually ruled under the, the uh, lobbying in the form of the campaign donations has been. Um, it was a Supreme Court decision that that's labeled under now or protected under free speech. And if you listen to my previous podcast about the judicial branch, you know that the judicial branch, when there's a law or there's a contra- there is some type of movement or a law contradicting the uh, rights under bill of uh, the Bill of Rights or the Constitution, the, the judicial branch has an obligation to act and block any legislature or to they essentially check. I would say, if I'm putting a scientific sense, check for mutations that contradict the code of the Constitution. The, the, all right, if I'm going to put scientific sense, okay. And so, lobbying, actually, which I hate. I hate lobbyists. You hate lobbyists, conservative voters. We hate. We all hate fucking lobbyists. But lobbying, in the form of protest and, um, a form of protest and petitioning your government is. Where I I support what we don't where you and I and everyone hate is what PACs do. Now what PACs do essentially, they I mean just I just read it like they what they organize and they put their money behind a candidate. Now what's the problem with that? Well the problem according to the FEC the problem well the FEC is the federal um the not the federal the finance uh finance elections commission, and they have set rules on how PACs and corporations can give money to candidates. So, the, by law, by the FEC, FEC, 
have said that you cannot, no corporation or individual can give um, a money directly to a candidate in election. Now, let's, let's uh, underline, bold, italicize the word directly because in many things we need to understand what these, there's like, just like when you're signing up for insurance premiums, well, we cover up to this much. You need to understand the words like directly and indirectly. So when it comes to direct, they can't, uh, no corporation, like let's say Pepsi or some fucking corporation, I don't know. Well, fucking, well, they can never, they can't go and say, oh, here, candidate, uh, candidate Kenny Millington, here's $500,000, and thank you. We just believe in you. No, they cannot do that. But what they do is they have means of indirect f- funding. Now, I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty, um, like how they circumvent um, this system, but I will give you one example that I watched in a video when I was doing my research on a YouTube video. It's breaking down how PACs work, and and basically PACs are, are organizations, by the way. These are labor unions. It can be from labor unions to um, companies. They can be... Um, there could be a company that has like a subcommittee that was in that company that could like push put like push for push these this that committee to support a candidate. Now the max for I think for an individual that could give is twenty five hundred dollars, and the max for a pack can give is five thousand dollars. Now if you go if you Google how many packs there are, there are tons of packs, and and they all have the political affiliation. In fact, I, well, this this website I found opensecrets.org which I haven't I wouldn't take this as a credible site um I just it just I used it to find how many packs they are and and what their political affiliation is um and there are a ton of packs I mean I was like scrolling I kept scrolling kept scrolling and there was like a ton of like different different many packs there's actually a, what you call a black pack that's a liberal uh, pack of uh, black individuals who are um who've actually raised about two hundred thousand dollars for several democrats um i thought that was hilarious i was like there's a black pack all right black pack um and then uh there's just there's just a countless amount of packs and they basically what they do so now let's they kind of circumvent like the system so in the, the in the our finance collection finance election commission right they outline certain rules now there's one rule and I'm give this is the example I was told I was going to tell you about so let's say I'm one I want to run I'm thinking about running for office either locally or you know or for congress or whatever it is right I'm thinking about it people listen to this podcast they say Kenny you are smart young man you know you should run for office Oh, I don't know. I think about it. So then this organization or this individual who has a ton of money goes says, Kenny, listen. Listen, all right, buddy? If you run, okay, or if, you, if you're serious about contemplating running, here's a check for, for $5,000, okay? I haven't declared that, I'm being, that I've ran, that I'm running. I haven't declared, I haven't even thought about it. Or am I? This is where we talk about, this is where corruption and indirect funding and, and, and direct funding gets. So by law, he did not directly give it to me yet because I haven't declared that I'm running. I haven't, and there is different rules. Like, for example, if a candidate, um, if a candidate essentially 
the, the candidate has essentially 15 days before the election, that was like the deadline, to declare that they're running. So all in the meantime, what, what most, in the meantime, what most candidates do is they gather support, quote unquote, support from local people, from individuals like these PACs, or they work indirectly with these PACs before they declare that they're running. Now, I'm going to give you a really good example. I'm kind of going to blow your fucking mind with this because I, I, it blew my mind while I was doing the research and I was doing, watching these videos of people breaking it down for me. And I'm going to blow your fucking mind. So essentially, basically, I could, I could accumulate. Now, let's say I do that times, I don't know, what's 5,000 times 10? That's $50,000, right? I do that 10 packs. All said, Kenny, we listen to your podcast real quick. Can we think that you have the right message, sir? And let me tell you something. Here's $4,000, $5,000. Here's X amount of money. And you know what? If you don't choose to run, keep the fucking money. If you do, you know, great. You know what I'm saying? Use it towards your whatever, right? So now Kenny, and now me, like Real Talk with Ken, I have accumulated 50,000 large, man. Woo! Right? I've accumulated all this fucking money. Now, I get to go. Now, 15 days before the deadline, I say, I, Kenny Millington, are running for local office against the incumbent blah, blah, blah. Right? Here, it's uh, Lee Stefanik, her ass. Right? I, Kenny Millington, I'm finally... And now, I have $50,000. Ha! And it's completely legal because ha! It was not given to me directly by any individual corporation. It was just at that point, it was just people being nice and handing me money and giving me gifts and donations. You get where I'm coming from now, family? Like, this is what happens. And this is just, that's just one little loophole that I want to bring to light because I only, I know I don't have your attention span for so long, for all so long. But, um, it's it's insane because this is what happens and so another example so where that's where people like they um so the pack will essentially work indirectly with the candidate in the meantime while essentially what they do is like for example look when it comes to uh, advertisement right campaign advertisement so stop me if you've seen this before and this is gonna blow your mind and i was like wow this is fucking amazing right that that I that this is happening and we're just conditioning. We don't know that it's going on, but I like I like to this is what we do on my show, right? Real talk with Kim, right? So anyway, so t- stop me if you've seen this before. You see a commercial for a campaign person, whatever, a face, a character, candidate, whatever, fuck, whatever, right? And by the way, this is not your grandfather's podcast, so if you have children. Um, in your car, you might want to turn me off and listen to me later because I am not going to hold back the swearing. This is not a family-friendly podcast. So just want to let you know. Disclaimer. Anyway, so you've seen this face of the candidate, right? The candidate's like, or, or not, you want even, you might not even hear the candidate. There are so many anti, uh, anti, um, commercials. Oh, Hillary Clinton, she voted for the, the message she made in in Benghazi. Oh, Hillary Clinton, the, the or 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 Kenny Millington, he does real talk with Ken. He talks about not be um, not being liberal, but he really hates conservatives. Would you vote for Kenny Millington or vote for a guy that would do that? Okay, right. So this is the difference, and this is how it stays within the laws of the of the the legality of the FEC. 
as long as it doesn't say vote for the candidate, perfectly fucking legal. Now, that's the catch, right? Now, ask yourself, when you've seen, when you've seen the, or the majority of campaign commercials are either anti-fuck-the-other-guy commercials or this is what I'm, this is what this candidate has done in the past commercials, but even when those commercials come up, though, uh, this is what, oh, this is what Hillary Clinton did, this is what Kenny Millington did, this is what Tedra Cobb did, this is what da 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 it never says, therefore, vote for this. They might say, vote for democracy, even um, Barack Obama did this, he says, he not, he, when he was supporting Hillary Clinton, he, he, in his speech, he said, when you go to vote, when you go to vote, uh, freedom is on the ballot. Uh, Medicare is on the ballot. He never said vote for Hillary. He, I mean, he did vote. He did say it in multiple other times, but in that one particular speech, he didn't say it. He was like vote because democracy on the ballot, and that's what the commercials will say. The commercials will say, um, your a vote for a vote is a vote for this. A vote. It would never say in. It's therefore vote for this individual, and that's. Is in coordinates with the law that the FEC commission puts in. You following? So a super PAC, right, can assist and fund any type of those commercials, right? Any type of those commercials as long it doesn't say um, vote for the individual, so that's Rago. Two fucking loopholes in the in the law that super PACs take advantage of, and they generate lump sums of numerous amounts. I'm sorry, in like crazy amount. I think last year, um, this year so far, I got a statistic here for you. Uh, where are we at? Statistics. Come on. I think annually it's almost like in the in the in the billions that super PACs generate. Um, let me put it in. How much? I'll get you. I'll get you a good statistic, a nice juicy one, cause you know we dabble in facts here. You know. Uh, come on, go go work for me. Um, so yeah, the, the maximum. Um, so it says, packs. I just want to correct one thing I said before. Packs can contribute up to five thousand per election to federal candidates, and since the primary election and the general election each. Each counts separately under federal rules. A PAC can actually give up a maximum of $10,000 to one candidate in a typical election year. So I want to correct that. Um, uh, and it says, I want to see, I had saw a nice juicy statistic and I had it here. Uh, stick with me, family. Stick with me. I know, I know. It's, it's attention. I know. Attention spans are low these days, but please stick with me. Um, but annually, it's about like I saw it was like one point three billion dollars in PAC money that's generated um, to give into our elect to give to uh, essentially our politicians to finance their elections. Okay, and it says okay, there we go. So this is um, in two thousand eighteen outside of spending out, outside spending by super PACs, right? And it says two thousand eighteen financial activity for super PACs. And it was like total spent was like 142 million this year alone on this in this election year cycle, 142 million. That's crazy. That is crazy. And they they break it down. They have 
um they have like one one is called the there's the, the Senate majority pack uh there's countless of packs that are that form the Pennsylvania common sense <laughs> that's funny Ohio first pack the Massachusetts first pack there is a multiple of packs that I'm I'm looking at, at, at my screen right now Ohio majority trust pack reinvesting in America pack there are tons of, and, and the National Nurses United Pact, you know, like these are all packs and they generate up lump sums of money. And why this is important is because we want to know how your government's corrupt, right? Well, people, there you go. Do you honestly believe wholeheartedly that these people are just petitioning in the form of money? No. People, these corporations, these PACs, these people that come together, they are essentially, they are essentially putting all this money into our campaign for a reason. They're doing it for a reason because they want to have sway. They want their views or their beliefs to be at the front, at the, at the front post. So it's like, if you want to get shit done, well, you got to pay and get in line. That's how it is. Not vote anymore. Not holding people accountable. That's why people like the Democratic Socialists in Andrea, Alexandria Ocasio, these people and Bernie Sanders gained so much traction because we all know that this is going on. But Bernie Sanders was the first, one of the first people to come out and start doing a finance election, financing his elections just through donations of people, me, you, and everybody else. Not PACs, not super PACs, not corporations, not, you know, lobbyists. Like, you know, like this is what they do, and it's essentially working against the American people. Because when you want legislation for, like, health care or, or, or you want drug, not, drugs to go, drug prices to go down, there are people who, are, who have donated tons of money into your, the same Republican or the same Democrat, corporate Democrat that you voted for, that... They they voted for that you that you voted for that have received money from PACs and the, they answered their their obligation in their eyes because the PACs has given them money is to to deal whatever what the PACs want first make them happy first or don't stand in their way which is another form of like like it's such bullshit like I'm paying you so you don't make laws that deters my my PACs um ideology or my PACs uh agenda essentially so this is what happens this is how our government is poisoned. Now, what we do as a people is that we understand that this happens and we vote the right way. There is a huge party called the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America. And if you did, well, listen to my last podcast about um, democratic socialism versus so, what is actual socialism, you'll realize that there's a huge difference between the two. And what these people in the Demo- DSA, what they're doing is they're saying, we want money out of politics. We want clean elections. We want fair elections, as well as other things that they're talking about, like uh, free health care, Medicaid for all, and cheaper education, and getting rid of ICE, et cetera, et cetera, and I, a lot of things I don't agree with. But I get on board with clean elections. I can get on board with free education and health care. I can get on board with both of those. And right now, shit, Angela, if I was in New York City, if I was a registered in New York, she would have had my motherfucking vote. You understand? 
So that's just how we. That's how they poison. They come like people say. Oh, why did Donald Trump? Uh, why did Donald Trump approve the uh, the Keystone Access Pipeline with all the facts that pipelines burst and cause poison to people's water and it's environmentally terrible? Oh no, it wasn't to get ad jobs. It's because guess what? A lot of the oil companies invested in through campaigns finance indirectly in guess whose campaign? Donald Trump. You cannot tell me that there's no connection there, that, oh, they just took the money to run their race and that's it. You cannot tell me that they're not sending a lobbyist or somebody like, like to, to say, hey, remember that money that the corporates of America gave to you in your campaign? Well, you know that pipeline that's been sitting on for two years under the Obama administration? Uh, yeah. Hey, you can, you can push that through and you can sell it to the American people. Look. Look, Donald Trump made Amer- made 285 jobs by approving this access and pipeline. <laughs> you see where I'm coming at, family? This is the smoke signals. This is what we go through. This is where I talk about being a fucking brick. Do not fall for the narrative. Follow the money. Do the research. This is what, how you free and liberate your country. Not by voting for somebody that's saying they're going to do it. Not for voting for Donald, a person like Donald Trump to essentially free and liberate you. You have to do it yourself. Get off your ass, get on Google, turn off your TV, and do some qualitative research, and then vote the right way. That is how you take back your country. That's how you put yourself first. Not America first, but yourself first. Because right now, the American is under attack. Our democracy is under attack by these corporations who lobby, by these, these, uh, these PACs, Okay, because corporations can't lobby directly, so they form packs. It's a loophole. That's what it is. It's a pact. Well, we're not. We're not Johnson and Johnson. We're packed. We're not Pepsi. No, we're packed. We have a pact. That's what it is. We're, no, 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 no. We're not. We're not. No. It's crony capitalism crap. It's bullshit. And we have to be better than as Americans. We cannot vote for people on the sole basis of what they say now. You have to hold people accountable. That's what we don't do as Americans. We do not hold our politicians accountable. In fact, in my my history that I've researched, this is the first time that I feel in a long time since, you know, Nixon, that the American people is like, no, hell no, Hillary got to go. We, she said all of this shit in the past. We, she done no, she done did all this in the past. We can't let this go. Hell no. Sorry, Hillary. Sorry, not sorry. You're not voting for you. But we're going to vote for Donald Trump and not hold anything he said because he was never a politician. Even though he was a registered lobbyist for, uh, for Rhode Island in 2004. But he was a lobbyist himself. But, and what lobbying is, people say, oh, it's professional lobbyism. Or lobbying, lobbying is like, oh, I'm a professional lobbyist. Essentially, I get paid to lobby on the behalf of companies and other people, and I do the I do the bidding. Yeah, and it's protected under free speech. It's crazy. So, if you are ever wondering how your government's corrupt, there you go. I hope that you found this podcast to be um, riveting. Please share this podcast, and guys, if you download the Anchor app, and you can go, you can find my podcast on the Anchor app, and you can actually leave me voice messages, guys. You can tell me how terrible or how great I'm doing, or how inconsistent I am, or just tell me what I can do to be better. Or just if you just want to share your thoughts, I will get back to you. I love the messages. And if you want to get in contact with me, hey, email me at realtalkwithken, the number one, at gmail.com. That's realtalkwithken, the number one, at gmail.com. All right? 
thank you so much for joining me today and, and i'm so sorry for the whole delay and everything stay tuned for my next episode i will be intellectually dismantling this guy named scott rhodes and i'm saying it so then I, now i have to do it because i gotta be a man of my word peace and love family It's your boy Kenny from Real Talk with Ken And this is another episode Thanks for strapping in um, and listening I want to thank all the people who listened to my last episode On democratic socialism Um, Thank you so much for bearing with me For all these times where I'm just like inconsistent Um, Part of what I tell you on my podcast I'm just like you, right? And when I say I'm just like you I have a job I have a life And other things that go on in my life So I'm not as consistent coming out with episodes all the time because i do have three or four jobs we are in you know the economy that's we have a ton of jobs right everybody's like jobs 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 but everybody has to work two or three to survive in this economy if you're in the lower middle class which is what i am but i i try my best to get the message out there as much as possible i try my best to get out there and get my information and do a lot of research and and that's where i say you know i'm just like you i'm just like another average american i have no political uh, affiliation i'm actually a registered independent and i'm just simply just trying to change the world by giving my perspective and how the average american walks who walks around who isn't rich who who's just trying to make it sees politics finance economics and how we can as people can gain traction and regain the power of our country if we just use the power of technology and google to liberate us as a nation so, for those who don't know, that's what this, this, what this, that's what this podcast, the basis of my podcast is. Average Joe, average guy, you know, my name's not Joe, but <laughs> average American who is woke, who is, in, who is enlightened, spreading enlightenment, spreading positivity, using his voice. So, without further ado, let's get into what we want to talk about. So, let's talk about the, the thorn in my side the 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 real reason i believe that america is the way it is why we have really no power why many people believe that our system is broken that many why many people vote conservative and believe that the answer to these this issue that we're going to talk about today is limited government Let's just get the government out of our fucking lives, right? That's the, that's the, that's the, the, one of the driving, like, I would say the superior vena cava of why people vote conservative. Because they don't, they know the government's corrupt. The government is corrupt. But like I said on many other episodes, why is the government corrupt? Why? Why is the government corrupt? The government doesn't wake up these politicians who we, you know, who we hire essentially, um, don't wake up 
and say, I just want to be corrupt today. What can I just do to be corrupt? There is a, when there is a, an effect, there is a cause. When there's a cause, there's an effect, my folks, my people. Okay? People, there are something in life called push and pull factors. Right? Who is pushing these politicians? Who is pulling the strings? Why? There, people are not, these politicians who we hire are not just innately, innately evil people who want to destroy the democracy of America. Or take away the power from the people. They are coerced. They are persuaded. What's persuading them? These are the questions as Americans we need to ask ourselves. If we want to take back our country, these are the questions that we need to ask ourselves. Not let's 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 let government operate in a limited capacity because we know they're corrupt. There's nothing we can do about it. That's the lazy way to approach it. And the same people who are voting conservative every single year who are on that conservative plantation, who vote conservative every single year, every single year, literally every single year, you are just, you are voting for people who are also corrupt. It's like, it's weird, like the dynamic of what goes through the American's brain. It's like, I'm going to vote for this Republican because this Republican has traditional conservative views of limited government, but yet... And then on, I'm voting for him on the basis on the fact that I want the government out of my life, and he's promising to do that. Well, here's the here's the catch, okay? You want the government out of your life, right? But the government, yeah, they might be off. They might lay off on the taxes. They might lay off on the laws here and there. But where where you actually hurt is when you realize that what they're doing when you're not. Holding them when you're limiting their power and not holding them accountable, they are changing things in your country that it's going to either further hurt your children or hurt you when you're older. Like, let's say, oh, I want the government, I'm going to vote Republican, I'm going to vote conservative, okay, and then I'm going to because I want them out of my life, I want the government to operate in a limited capacity, okay. When I'm 59 and I'm or and I lost my job because the, the economy goes into a contraction or some type of something like that. Now I lose my job and I've been paying Social Security for X amount of years. And guess who absolves Social Security? <laughs> you get my point, folks? So, I, so guess who absolves Social Security because I voted for him X amount of times. And he just absolved Security like uh, Social Security uh, a couple years ago. He voted on it with his, with his brother, with a, his um other friends, Republican friends, and now I've lost my job and I'm ready to retire and that extra cash that I've been paying into is now absolved because they defunded the program. Because Republicans have been talking, they are like anti-welfare. So, this is where I'm at, like, where, and that's where I'm at with that, but I want, I know I diverted a little bit, I want to get to what PACs are. What are PACs? What are PACs? And the reason why I went, I, I, I went off on that little tangent is because most conservatives are like, oh, limited government, limited government. I hate the idea. I get the, the financial part of it, limited government, as far as like taxes and stuff like that. I, I could see and understand your argument. But when it comes to when you're extending it to let's not the government, the people who we pay and hire and work who would work for us, do nothing and, and act in a limited capacity is, is absurd to me. When you work, when I'm paying you, through a legal forfeiture of my dollars, which is taxation, you work for me. 
the Constitution tells me you you it protects you from certain protect, protects you from me, and also gives you it gives you an obligation to me. Hence, therefore, you work for me. Hence, therefore, you are going to do. You're not going to operate in a limited sense, in the sense of you're not going to do anything for me. No, if I need help, you will help me because I give you tax dollars that fund your salary, your health care, as well as all the, your operation, your operating expense, the majority of your operating expense expenses sorry so this ideology of like that's like me saying oh i got hired at my job and they're hiring me and they said well kenny look we're gonna pay you x amount of dollars to operate in a limited capacity (laughs) it's nonsense i don't understand conservatism i don't get it i mean i i get i can when i when i read about conservatism i i i understand and comprehend what is being told to me and I understand it, but I don't understand why people are conservatives. I, I, I could understand being fiscally conservative. I, I could understand not meddling in other people's countries and, and conflicts that America doesn't need to be in and we need to focus on ourselves. I, can, I, I could understand and agree that our government is corrupt, but I don't agree that we should just vote Republican because our government's corrupt and that's that. That, that's where we as Americans stop and we stop holding people accountable and we stop doing our research and we just fall into the narrative fear mongering of because the government's corrupt, let's keep voting Republican because Republicans promise to cut your taxes and operate in a limited sense. When truthfully, we need a government who we pay to work, not operate in a limited sense in the sense of, um, t- I mean, we don't want the government's too much into our lives because too much of something is good for nothing. But at the same time, we don't want a government that's just hanging back and not p- making progressive laws as our society progresses and hanging back and letting things just deteriorate in our country because we don't want to make more laws because we want to operate. We want a government that operates in a limited sense. Laws are there to protect people from ourselves. It's not to meant to control people and to put you under a tyrannical government. We are never going to be under a tyrannical government. We have a checks and balances system in this country that doesn't allow that. But we could talk about that more. But I don't understand conservatism, folks, and I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why people vote conservative. Well, I mean, I don't understand people vote Democrat, but I don't understand people vote conservatives at all. But poli- let's talk about PACs. So PACs are political action committees, a popular term for a political com- uh, committee organized for the pe- for the purpose of raising and spending money to elect and defeat candidates. Most PAC represents businesses, laborers, and ideological interests. Ideological interests. PACs can give five thousand to any candidate or committee per election, per general or special election. All right, so we just talked about, I just went on a huge rant about corruption, right, and how people shouldn't vote Republican. In general, both sides do this. It's not just Republican, it's not just Democrat. All sides, anybody running for any elected, any elected, you know, office, essentially, will get PAC money. Now, what are PACs? So long before there was like, we, you guys have heard of lobbyists and lobbying. So lobbying is actually legal. It's in the Constitution. It's part of free speech. It was actually ruled under the, the uh, lobbying in the form of the campaign donations has been. Um, it was a Supreme Court decision that that's labeled under now or protected under free speech. And if you listen to my previous podcast about the judicial branch, you know that the judicial branch, when there's a law or there's a contra- there is some type of movement or a law contradicting the uh, rights under bill of the Bill of Rights or the Constitution, the, the judicial branch has an obligation to act and block any legislature or to they essentially check 
I would say, if I'm putting a scientific sense, check for mutations that contradict the code of the Constitution. The, the, all right, if I'm going to put scientific sense, okay? And so lobbying actually which i hate i hate lobbyists you hate lobbyists conservative voters we hate we all hate fucking lobbyists but lobbying in the form of protest and um a form of protest and petitioning your government is where i i support what we don't where you and i and everyone hate is what PACs do now what PACs do essentially they and we just i just read it like they what they organize and they put their money behind a candidate now, what's the problem with that? Well, the pro- according to the FEC, the problem, well, the FEC is the federal, um, the, not the federal, the finance, uh, finance elections commission. And they have set rules on how PACs and corporations can give money to candidates. So, the, by law, by the FEC, the FEC have said that you cannot, no corporation or individual can give, um, money directly to a candidate in election now let's let's uh underline bold italicize the word directly because in many things we need to understand what these there's like just like when you're signing up for insurance premiums well we cover up to this much you need to understand the words like directly and indirectly so when it comes to direct they can't uh, no corporation like let's say pepsi or some fucking corporation i don't know well fucking well they can never they can't go and say oh here candidate uh candidate kenny millington here's five hundred thousand dollars and thank you we just believe in you no they cannot do that but what they do is they have means of indirect funding now i'm not gonna get into the nitty-gritty um, like how they circumvent um, this system, but I will give you one example that I watched in a video when I was doing my research on a YouTube video. It's breaking down how PACs work, and and basically PACs are or organizations. By the way, these are labor unions. It can be from labor unions to um, companies. They can be um, they could be a company that has like a subcommittee that was in that company that could like push put like push for push these this that committee to support a candidate now the max for i think for an individual that could give is twenty five hundred dollars and the max for a pack can give us five thousand dollars now if you go if you google how many packs there are there are tons of packs and and they all have the political affiliation in fact i well, this this website i found opensecrets.org which I haven't, I wouldn't take this as a credible site. Um, I just, it just, I used it to find how many PACs they are and, and what their political affiliation is. Um, and there are a ton of PACs. I mean, I was like scrolling, I kept scrolling, kept scrolling, and there was like a ton of like different, different many PACs. There's actually a, what you call a black pack. That's a liberal uh, pack of uh, black individuals who are, um, who've actually raised about $200,000 for several Democrats. Um, I thought that was hilarious. I was like, there's a black pack? All right, black pack. Um, and then uh, there's just there's just a countless amount of packs. And they, basically what they do, so now let's, they kind of circumvent, like, the system. So in the, the in the, our finance collection, finance election commission, right, they outline certain rules. Now there's one rule, and I'm give, this is the example I was telling you I was going to tell you about. So let's say I'm one, I want to run. I'm thinking about running for office, either locally or you know, or for Congress or whatever it is, right? I'm thinking about it. People listen to this podcast. They say, Kenny, you are a smart young man. You know, you should run for office. 
Oh, I don't know. I think about it. So then this organization or this individual who has a ton of money goes says, Kenny, listen. Listen, all right, buddy? If you run, okay, or if, you, if you're serious about contemplating running, here's a check for, for $5,000, okay? I haven't declared that, I'm being, that I've ran, that I'm running. I haven't declared, I haven't even thought about it. Or am I? This is where we talk about, this is where corruption and indirect funding and, and, and direct funding, yes. So by law, he did not directly give it to me yet because I haven't declared that I'm running. I haven't, and there is different rules. Like, for example, if a candidate, um, if a candidate essentially... A candidate has essentially 15 days before the election, outside the deadline, to declare that they are running. So all in the meantime, what what most in the meantime, what most candidates do is they gather support, quote unquote, support from local people, from individuals like these PACs, or they work indirectly with these PACs before they declare that they're running. Now, I'm going to give you a really good example. I'm kind of going to blow your fucking mind with this. Because I, I, it blew my mind while I was doing the research and I was doing watching these videos of people breaking it down for me. And I'm going to blow your fucking mind. So, essentially, basically, I could, I could accumulate. Now, let's say I do that times, I don't know, what's 5,000 times 10. That's $50,000, right? I do that 10 packs. All said, Kenny, we listen to your podcast real quick. And we think that you have the right message, sir. And let me tell you something. Here's $4,000, $5,000. Here's X amount of money. And you know what? If you don't choose to run, keep the fucking money. If you do, you know, great. You know what I'm saying? Use it towards your whatever, right? So now Kenny, and now me, like Real Talk with Ken, I have accumulated 50,000 large man Woo! right I've accumulated all this fucking money now I get to go now 15 days before the deadline I say I Kenny Millington are running for local office against the incumbent blah 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 out here it's uh Lee Stefanik her ass right I Kenny Millington I'm finally and now I have $50,000 Ha! And it's completely legal because ha! It was not given to me directly by any individual corporation. It was just at that point. It was just people being nice and handing me money and giving me gifts and donations. You get where I'm coming from now, family? Like, this is what happens, and this is just that's just one little loophole that I want to bring to light because I only I know I don't have your attention span for so long, for all so long, but um. It's it's insane because this is what happens. And so another example, so where that's where people like they um so the pack will essentially work indirectly with the candidate in the meantime, while essentially what they do is like for example, like when it comes to uh, advertisement, right? Campaign advertisement. So stop me if you've seen this before, and this is gonna blow your mind. And I was like, wow, this is fucking amazing, right? That that I that this is happening and we're just conditioning and we don't know that it's going on. But I like I like that this is what we do on my show, right? Real talk with Kim, right? So anyway, so t- stop me if you've seen this before. You see a commercial for a campaign person, whatever, a face, a character, candidate, whatever, fuck, whatever, right? 
And by the way, this is not your grandfather's podcast. So if you have children um, in your car, you might want to turn me off and listen to me later because I am not going to hold back the swearing. This is not a family-friendly podcast. So just want to let you know. Disclaimer. Anyway, so you've seen this face of the candidate, right? The candidate's like, or, or not, you want even, you might not even hear the candidate. There are so many anti, uh, anti, um, commercials. Oh, Hillary Clinton, she voted for the, the message she made in in Benghazi. Oh, Hillary Clinton, the, the or 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 Kenny Millington, he does real talk with Ken. He talks about not be um, not being liberal, but he really hates conservatives. Would you vote for Kenny Millington or vote for a guy that would do that? Okay, right? So this is the difference and this is how it stays within the laws of the of the, the the legality of the FEC. As long as it doesn't say vote for the candidate, perfectly fucking legal. Now, that's the catch, right? Now, ask yourself, when you've seen, when you've seen the, or the majority of campaign commercials are either anti-fuck-the-other-guy commercials, or this is what I'm, this is what, this candidate has done in the past commercials, but even when those commercials come up, though, this is what, oh, this is what Hillary Clinton did. This is what Kenny Millington did. This is what Tedra Cobb did. This is what da, 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 da. it never says, therefore, vote for this. They might say, vote for democracy. Even um, Barack Obama did this. He says, he not, he, when he was supporting Hillary Clinton, he, he, in his speech, he said, when you go to vote, when you go to vote, uh, freedom is on the ballot. Uh, Medicare is on the ballot. He never said vote for Hillary. He, I mean, he did vote. He did say it in multiple other times, but in that one particular speech, he didn't say it. He was like, vote because democracy on the ballot, and that's what the commercials will say. The commercials will say, um, your a vote for a vote is a vote for this. A vote. It would never say in. It's therefore vote for this individual, and that's. Is in coordinates with the law that the FEC commission puts in. You following? So a super PAC, right, can assist and fund any type of those commercials, right? Any type of those commercials as long it doesn't say um, vote for the individual. So that's Rago. Two fucking loopholes in the in the law that super PACs take advantage of, and they generate lump sums of numerous amounts. I'm sorry, in like crazy amount. I think last year, um, this year so far, I got a statistic here for you. Uh, where are we at? Statistics. Come on. I think annually it's almost like in the in the in the billions that super PACs generate. Um, let me put it in. How much? I'll get you. I'll get you a good statistic, a nice juicy one, cause you know we dabble in facts here. You know. Uh, come on, go go work for me. Um, so yeah, the the maximum. Um, so it says, packs. I just want to correct one thing I said before. PACs can contribute up to 5000 per election to federal candidates, and since the primary election and the general election, each each counts separately under federal rules, a PAC can actually give up a maximum of $10,000 to one candidate in a typical election year. So I want to correct that. Um, uh, and it says, I want to see, I had a nice juicy statistic, and I had it here. 
Uh, stick with me, family. Stick with me. I know. I know. It's, it's attention. I know. Attention spans are low these days, but please stick with me. Um, but annually, it's about like a, a, I saw it was like one point three billion dollars in PAC money that's generated um, to give into our elect to give to uh, essentially our politicians to finance their elections. Okay, and it says okay. There we go. So this is um, in 2018 outside of spending out, outside spending by super PACs, right? And it says 2018 financial activity for super PACs, and it was like total spent was like 142 million this year alone on this in this election year cycle, 142 million. That's crazy. That is crazy. And they, they break it down. They have um they have like one one is called the they the, the Senate Majority Pack. Uh there's countless of packs that are that form. The Pennsylvania Common Sense. <laughs> That's funny. Ohio First Pack, the Massachusetts First Pack. There's a multiple of packs that I'm I'm looking at at my screen right now. Ohio Majority Trust Pact, Reinvesting in America Pact. There are tons of, and the National Nurses United Pact, you know? Like, these are all pacts, and they generate up lump sums of money. And why this is important is because we want to know how your government's corrupt, right? Well, people, there you go. Do you honestly believe wholeheartedly that these people are just petitioning in the form of money? No. People, these corporations, these PACs, these people that come together, they are essentially, they are essentially putting all this money into our campaign for a reason. They're doing it for a reason. Because they want to have sway. They want their views or their beliefs to be at the front, at the, at the front post. So it's like, if you want to get shit done, you, well, you got to pay and get in line. That's how it is. Not vote anymore. Not holding people accountable. That's why people like the Democratic Socialists in Andrea, Alexandria Ocasio, these people and Bernie Sanders gained so much traction because we all know that this is going on. But Bernie Sanders was the first, one of the first people to come out and start doing a finance election, financing his elections just through donations of people, me, you, and everybody else. Not PACs, not super PACs, not corporations, not, you know, lobbyists. Like, you know, like this is what they do, and it's essentially working against the American people. Because when you want legislation for, like, health care or... or or uh, you want drug not drugs to go, drug prices to go down? There are people who are who have donated tons of money into your the same Republican or the same Democrat corporate Democrat that you voted for that they they voted for that you that you voted for that have received money from PACs and the, they answered their their obligation in their eyes because the PACs has given them money is to to deal whatever what the PACs want first make them happy first or don't stand in their way which is another form of like like it's such bullshit like I'm paying you so you don't make laws that deters my my PACs um ideology or my PACs uh agenda essentially so this is what happens this is how our government is poisoned now, what we do as a people is that we understand that this happens and we vote the right way. There is a huge party called the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America. 
And if you did, well, listen to my last podcast about um, democratic socialism versus so what is actual socialism. You'll realize that there's a huge difference between the two. And what these people in the Demo- DSA, what they're doing is just saying, we want money out of politics. We want clean elections. We want fair elections, as well as other things that they're talking about, like uh, free health care, Medicaid for all, and cheaper education, and getting rid of ICE, et cetera, et cetera, and I, a lot of things I don't agree with. But I get on board with clean elections. I can get on board with free education and health care. I can get on board with both of those. And right now, shit, Angela, if I was in New York City, if I was a registered in New York, she would have had my motherfucking vote. You understand? So this is how we, that's how they poison. They come, like, people say, oh, why did Donald Trump, uh, why did Donald Trump approve the, uh, the Keystone Access Pipeline with all the facts that pipelines burst and cause poison to people's water and it's environmentally terrible? Oh, no, it wasn't to get ad jobs. It's because, guess what? A lot of the oil companies invested in, through campaigns, finance, indirectly in, guess whose campaign? Donald Trump. You cannot tell me that there's no connection there, that, oh, they just took the money to run their race and that's it. You cannot tell me that they're not sending a lobbyist or somebody like, like to, to say, hey, remember that money that the corporates of America gave to you in your campaign? Well, you know that pipeline that's been sitting on for two years under the Obama administration? Uh, yeah. Hey, you can, you can push that through and you can sell it to the American people. Look. Look, Donald Trump made Amer- made 285 jobs by approving this access and pipeline. Ha <laughs> ha! You see where I'm coming at, family? This is the smoke signals. This is what we go through. This is where I talk about being a fucking brick. Do not fall for the narrative. Follow the money. Do the research. This is what, how you free and liberate your country. Not by voting for somebody that's saying they're going to do it. Not for voting for Donald, a person like Donald Trump to essentially free and liberate you. You have to do it yourself. Get off your ass, get on Google, turn off your TV, and do some qualitative research, and then vote the right way. That is how you take back your country. That's how you put yourself first. Not America first, but yourself first. Because right now, the American is under attack. Our democracy is under attack by these corporations who lobby, by these these uh, these PACs, Okay, because corporations can't lobby directly, so they form packs. It's a loophole. That's what it is. It's a pact. Well, we're not we're not Johnson and Johnson. We're packed. We're not Pepsi. No, we're packed. We have a pact. That's what it is. We're no, 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 no. We're not. We're not. No. It's crony capitalism crap. It's bullshit. And we have to be better than as Americans. We cannot vote for people on the sole basis of what they say now. You have to hold people accountable. That's what we don't do as Americans. We do not hold our politicians accountable. In fact, in my my history that I've researched, this is the first time that I feel in a long time since, you know, Nixon, that the American people is like, no, hell no, Hillary got to go. We, she said all of this shit in the past. We, she done no. Nope, she done did all this in the past. We can't let this go. Hell no. Sorry, Hillary. Sorry, not sorry. You're not voting for you. But we're gonna vote for Donald Trump and not hold anything he said because he was never a politician, even though he was a registered lobbyist for uh, for Rhode Island in 2004. But he was a lobbyist himself. But and what lobbying is? People say, oh, it's professional lobbyism. Or lobbying, lobbying is like, oh, I'm a professional lobbyist. Essentially, I get paid to lobby on the behalf of companies and other people, and I do the I do the bidding. 
Yeah, and it's protected under free speech. It's crazy. So if you are wondering how your government's corrupt, there you go. I hope that you found this podcast to be um, riveting. Please share this podcast. And guys, if you download the Anchor app, and you can go, you can find my podcast on the Anchor app, and you can actually leave me voice messages, guys. You can tell me how terrible or how great I'm doing, or how inconsistent I am, or just tell me what I can do to be better. Or just if you just want to share your thoughts, I will get back to you. I love the messages. And if you want to get in contact with me, hey, email me at realtalkwithken, the number one, at gmail.com. That's realtalkwithken, the number one, at gmail.com. All right? Thank you so much for joining me today. And, and I'm so sorry for the whole delay and everything. Stay tuned for my next episode. I will be intellectually dismantling this guy named Scott Rhodes, and I'm saying it, so then now I have to do it, because I gotta be a man of my word. Peace and love, family.